Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yesterday is the first day of homeschooling part two. And if the last level five lockdown is anything to go by, parents all over the country are filled with dread as they attempt to teach their children the curriculum whilst working from home themselves. It's a scenario most parents uh, feel it's their worst nightmare. And it's not easy on teachers as well trying to teach children remotely. So how can we get through it? Well, help is at hand in the form of our wonderful parenting expert, Laura Erskine. She's here with her views on homeschooling part two and how to get through it. How are you doing, Laura? I tell you, after after waiting 49 minutes to get into a Zoom class assembly that lasted for approximately 10 minutes, um, I'm fit to be tied already. Oh. <laughs> but, you know, it, it, it's, there's going to be teething issues. And this week especially, as, you know, the teachers and the schools are realising, um, you know, they're trying to take the lessons from, from uh, homeschooling 1.0 and apply them to homeschooling 2.0. So there's going to be some teething um, issues this week. But fear not, by next Monday, we'll all hopefully be in a routine. Uh, We'll know what's expected of us as parents. Uh, Teachers will know what's realistic in terms of what we can cope with. Uh, And hopefully our kids will understand uh, what their role is in all of this, especially when uh, you've got parents who are also trying to juggle working from home alongside caring for infants. Yes, I've just mentioned this and I'm actually calling it parenting from work, Laura. I think that's what we need to say because it's, it is a challenge. It is a challenge. Now, you know, we were told time and again by government that in Level 5 they're doing their best to keep schools open. I understand, obviously, the huge rise in numbers. That's why we obviously have to close again. But once again, parents, children and teachers are going to have to struggle through this. What are your views on how this has all been handled? Because it is creating huge stress for, for parents and anxiety among children. It is. Uh, my own children uh, were quite anxious last night about what was it going to be expected of them. I'd been preparing them over the week around uh, the fact that this time was going to be different, that they would be required to participate more. Uh, last time, I think everybody was, was really just coming to grips with COVID, with even just understanding what COVID was, that we kind of cut ourselves a bit of a break as parents um, when it all became too much. And many parents actually even abandoned the curriculum altogether Mm. um, when it looked like we weren't even going to be going back to school uh, and just decided to keep up the reading and the basics. Um, And that's, you know, if if that's all you can manage, then that's what you have to do. You know, your your best is good enough. I think uh, parents are definitely more anxious, but they know that, that, you know, the kids will be going back. There will be an expectation by schools for work to be submitted. Last time, a lot of schools were slow on the uptake in terms of the Zoom meetings, in terms of some of the apps for submitting um, completed work like Seesaw. Um, But now um, everybody's au fait with those. And the good thing is is that a lot of schools have been integrating some online learning as part of their home uh, homework since September so that both parents and children were were familiar with how these platforms worked. And so that's definitely helped things. But uh, I, I do think there is there is quite a bit of pressure that we don't allow our children to fall behind. And yeah. I think that's what's 
um, weighing down um, on both children and parents this time around. Yeah, because, you know, and you talk about uh, pressure as well, because what I found among a lot of my friends that have school going children, there were parents sharing, you know, what little Johnny did during lockdown and social media, or they were highlighting all of the great activities they'd done that day. That's putting serious pressure and guilt on other parents who perhaps scraped through some maths and Irish and caved and put on the TV so they could get some work done. So again, that's not really helping when parents are sharing everything else that they're doing. Absolutely. I would mute the class WhatsApp groups. Um, it's You don't need it. Any communication that you require, you will get from your school through the apps that the school have in place or through your email. And then you, you know you've got one or two trusted uh, parents parent school friends that you can lean into if you have a question about the work that needs to be done but you don't need the added pressure of that WhatsApp class group pinging away um, either asking questions or sharing the good work that they've done and the guilt can be something incredible and you have to remember as a parent uh, the most important thing that you can do is preserve your own mental health Mm. your children's mental health and an income coming into the house if you are working from home at the same time. These are are the priorities and any homeschooling that you get done, anything at all is better than nothing. And all else fails. RTE Homeschool Hub is yes. back again. It's on in the morning from 10.15. It's back in the afternoon for After School Hub at 3.15. So, you know, if if you're at a loss, stick on the TV, even mute it and stick subtitles on. At least that way they're reading. Yeah, I love it. And you know, just talking about screen time, that's actually a great way to utilise screen time because this has come back again and I'm going to hold my hands up, Laura. My kids are back on screen more now because, you know, I need to work in the afternoon. I have to be on the phone. I have to line up people for the next day. All of that. So they are in front of the TV, which is not ideal, but perhaps tuning into Homeschool Hub might be an idea. It is, absolutely. And what they're doing there is they're really trying to engage the children in learning and they're trying to do things that are related to the curriculum. So it, it definitely is uh, something that you can feel less guilty about. Um, I'm sure lots of children are praying for snow as well as well <laughs> yes. action from school. And we do know that there are cold conditions ahead. But um, getting out in the pressure is also really important. So do remember to take breaks. Take breaks as you would in school in terms of keeping their little bodies fueled in terms of food um, and also their minds clear in terms of getting outside even for 10 minutes. Those yard breaks in school are important because they, they sort of reset your child and um, allow them to clear the head and then they're better able to concentrate. So you need to do the same at home and it's good for you too as a parent. I think getting into some sort of routine is vital. It doesn't have to start um, or even follow the school day if you're trying to work uh, around that. But um, if you try and commit to 60 minutes of homeschooling in the day, no matter how much you break that up throughout the day, I think you'll be doing very, very well. Oh, that's fantastic. Because I was just going to ask you, you know, because you're a great one, as you said, for the routine and kind of charting it out visually so the kids can see what's actually happening. So you're saying 60 minutes, particularly for primary school, young, young children, that's going to be loads. And if the teacher is engaged, you know, she'll obviously have work and that kind of thing. Now, you know, on the subject of teachers, huge amount of respect for teachers. They're under huge stress and pressure or they themselves but I think there's something that maybe all parents could appeal to them I'm going to use this as a platform to do it uh, because the projects the dreaded projects that come out Laura every time parents hate these coming home at the best of times but during lockdown uh, maybe teachers could lower their expectations of what work the children will get done yes? 
I totally agree. Which is <laughs> I'm right there with you. Can I use this platform too? Yes, um, go we've for it. Already had a project sent over <gasps> to Dave. No, work, um, and it's due in in two weeks' time on modes of transport for my uh, my third class uh, little girl. And I tell you, on top of the English, the Irish, the math, the SPHE, the history, the art, the PE, uh, which is walking the dog. I've abandoned Joe Wicks. They oh, yeah. the dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, it, it is really too much. The idea of a project should be absolutely something that is discretionary. Um, it is uh, Projects require parental input. Yeah. Children don't tend to be able to do this on their own. They have to go off and do some research online that requires parental supervision. It's just more time. We need to keep the basics up for when they return back to school. The projects are a nice to have. And if you've got parents who are stay-at-home parents and are looking to keep their kids stimulated, go for it. But it certainly shouldn't be uh, something that is added to the list uh, of homeschool requirements. Okay, so any primary school teachers or secondary school teachers, maybe not so much secondary, but definitely primary, let's just keep the projects, you know, and hold just for a little while. But, you know, talking about parenting from work, uh, in terms of employers, I know I'm very lucky that my employer is very, very supportive in terms of, you know, parenting, that kind of thing. Work, you know, is very much done around that. I think we are moving towards that more employers are seeing that the work-life balance has changed you know in terms of that should employers you know expect lower their expectations as well the same as the teachers Absolutely and I'm hoping that a lot of the employers are also parents so that they can really identify with that we all know that there is work to be done and you will get huge loyalty from your employees if you can afford them some flexibility during this time they'll make it up and no matter how the work is done, it's not a case of being logged on to the internal uh, messaging system with a green light beside you and keep moving your mouse um, so that you look like you're logged in. It, it, that's what, what really you want is workers who, who are actually doing the work when they can. That might be two in the morning um, or it might be six in the morning when they get up really early to do it when the kids aren't even up yet. Um, we need some flexibility and some understanding at this time. And I tell you, you'll get it back in Mm. when uh, the kids do return to school um, that's what you want is, is a loyal employee who, who will go above and beyond when uh, the chips are down but you, you need the same um, back from your employer at this time Absolutely can I just compliment you as well on keeping three children one that who is very small uh, nice and quiet and entertained there in the background as we do this <laughs> Well yes I tell you they're, they're, they're down at the home school I have Poppy she's, she's getting homeschooled by RTE at the moment Lovely uh, age two um, so there is honestly it is tricky it is really tricky to try and do it all and actually I'm go- I'm having to sort of cut myself a break um, mm. and that's quite hard to do especially when you have such high expectations of yourself I think over the next few weeks I mean they say that, that they're going to review um, homeschooling on the 31st uh, of January realistically all of the signs are there the kids are not going back until the beginning of March I highly doubt it yeah. so prepare yourselves this is not a sprint it's a marathon so cut yourself a break try and get some routine in place allow yourself to to do a little bit of work outside of what maybe is your normal working hours. You know, try and commit to supervised homeschooling of 60 minutes a day. Use screens where you have to. Mm. Um, And uh, and then try and get the other kids involved in helping with some of the infants. That's what I'll be doing, certainly, for sure. They'll be babysitting as well as homeschooling. They'll be earning a little bit of extra pocket money, uh, emptying the dishwasher and, and doing what's needed around the house on top of 
of, of the work and the homeschooling. It, it, it's a case of everybody, um, you know, having their shoulder to the wheel uh, and, and, you know, having family meetings once a week, talking about what worked well, what didn't work well and keeping those lines of communi- communication open so that nobody gets too stressed and, uh, temp- you know, our, our patients. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I, as always, thank you so, so much for some great advice. The best of luck yourself with the homeschooling and thank you so much for taking the time out to chat to me this morning. Thank you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.